Welcome to The Great People Show, your guide to greatness, your GPS to excellence. Here's your host, J.J. White. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Great People Show. I'm your host, J.J. White, and in the studio, in The Great People Studio this morning, is a special guest, co-host, friend, Stephen Jenkins. Good morning, Stephen. JJ, I just want to say thank you so much for having me. Oh yeah. man, it's a pleasure to be in the studio with you. Oh well, I, I'm I'm so thankful for you, for you and just being in my life for a very very short period. Of time. How long have you and I known each other now? Uh, JJ, I'd probably say it's been about two months. Yeah, easily. It is. Yeah, and, I mean, and what a gift your friendship has been. And I will make <laughs> a guarantee right now: if you continue to listen to this show for its duration. You're going to be wondering if we have really known each other our entire lives. Well, I believe we clicked. Uh, you yeah. came in for a suit of clothing, right? And I got a friend. I got an amazing friend. So, while you're mentioning that, who are you, Stephen? Tell us who you uh, are, what you do, and what in the world are you doing here? My name is Stephen Jenkins, and I live in Richmond. Uh, for vacation, I work for Alton Lane, which okay. is a custom clothier. Okay. Um, it, we do premiere with one of the premier custom clothiers. I have an Alton Lane suit. Uh, Wonderful. We take care of the outside and the inside. Yeah. Uh, we're located at 304 Libby Avenue in Grove. You can yep. find us on the website, AltonLaneWW.com. Um, and we are 13 locations up and down the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, who Stephen Jenkins yeah, is? Yeah, who are you? Uh, Stephen Jenkins is a lover of people, a lover of truth, mm-hmm. a lover of all things good. I love it. Um, I'm a child of God, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I guess. Uh, and how I express that in my life. Um, comes out in various ways. Uh, raised in New York City. I'm a transplant here below the Mason-Dixon line. Um, actually, a place I thought I wasn't supposed to come. And Why? It, uh, you, it, it's the history. It's, it's part of it's the history. When I was okay. growing up, my mother told me uh, three things. She said, don't go in the military, don't go to jail, and don't <laughs> live below the Mason-Dixon line. Don't go to line. South. I love it. And uh, two out of three isn't bad. <laughs> That's right. That's but right. Uh, I found myself in, in the South. Uh, yeah. I found a part of me that was missing. I found relationships. Uh, tremendous growth. I've lived here for 13 years. I mm-hmm. call Richmond my home. I live up in Church Hill. Mm-hmm. And uh, my passion is to see people unlocked from their past and uh, living in uh, their purpose and with meaning. And what I love about what you said earlier in re- in regards to your vocation, is your organization takes care of the outside. Your day-to-day takes care of the outside, but your personal mission is to also take care of the inside. And that's why we're here today. I would say, JJ, it's because we wear clothing to cover up Mm -hmm. what's going on inside. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, and sometimes we're wearing clothing to cover up what's going on in the outside, and that's not a bad thing. (laughs) It's not a bad thing. That's where we can tweak it at. Yeah. So wherever you're listening to us right now, uh, we're on Facebook Live. We do our show every every Thursday morning live. If you're joining us here, thank you. You can also catch the podcast anytime. If you do listen to our podcast, Stephen is not a stranger to you. We, we recorded a conversation. We call these great people sessions, which we do not do on the radio. These are sidebar conversations that I'm having in the community with people, uh, thought leaders, and putting that on our podcast. So if you if you don't catch the podcast, it's a good reason to go get it because we don't do these things on the radio. Stephen was our very first pot, or great people session that we did. Uh, we're also on live radio here in Richmond on 
NTW. Thank you for being here and allowing Stephen and I to be a part of your journey to, let's just say, help clothe you better on the inside, because that's what we're going to do today. And you can catch every show that we do on greatpeopleshow.com. Why we are here. We are your guides to greatness. And greatness is misunderstood. See, I am so frustrated with the book world, the podcast world, the video world. Everything is geared towards self-help, self-improvement, self-development. Now, we are talking today about self-acceptance, but where we are becoming a selfish society. We are getting too self-focused. I get it. I want to improve myself too. But you cannot stay in that constant line of self-improvement if you don't actually do something with it to impact all the people around you, your children, your spouses, your parents, your siblings, your community, your neighbors, your employees, your bosses, your customers. We are surrounded by people all day long. And I am just, uh, we are on a mission to to take self-improvement and turn it into community improvement. I don't even know what we need to call it right now, but that's why we're on the show here. That's why I asked you to be on the show here this morning, because you didn't answer that question yet is why you think you're here. <laughs> because maybe you don't well, know why you're you, here yet. You just Other said, than I said, hey, be here. Well, I love that, JJ, because you just said something. If you don't take your gifts and your passions and use them for the betterment of those mm-hmm. around you, it's a waste. It is. It's a total waste. It's a waste. It's a waste of the talent. There's a, there's a, there's mm-hmm. a story about Venus and someone goes to see Venus, this mm-hmm. marvel of a statue. And she literally is this marble thing. She has no arms. And he starts weeping. And they say, why are you weeping? They say, all of that beauty and no arms. So you can have all the talents and the ability in the world. Yeah. But unless you're serving. That's right. It's really, uh, to be self-absorbed, to take it all and to use it on you. Your gifts aren't for you. Your gifts are to be given away. And this is a wonderful bridge into the topic of self-acceptance I asked you, what do you want to talk about? And we went back and forth a lot yes, on, on where we ended up with this on, on self-acceptance. What is self-acceptance? Oh, uh, the reason we, I came up with the topic is because I've been on a road and a, to discovery of mm-hmm. self-acceptance. Um, it's a, a realistic assertion of your abilities and your skill set. And, and, and your weaknesses. And, oh, well, you, it's a total. And your challenges. It's a total... Um, I, I often say to people that you have to have diagnosis before you have pre- prescription. That's right. A good doctor will diagnose. Yeah. You go to a doctor and he, so you have to be self-aware and you have to take a very honest look at yourself, the good, the bad, and the ugly, mm-hmm. and lay it out. And what you find out is the good isn't so good, it, exactly. the bad isn't so ugly. <laughs> you, you've, got, you've got all this you right here. Okay? Yeah. You, you just, you're, you're painting a picture of all this you. On one end of that spectrum is self-acceptance. Yes. On the other end of that spectrum is self-loathing. Yes. And yes. literally hating everything about you. You end up hating the good yeah. and the bad and the ugly. Self-acceptance is in a way, maybe, shall I say, loving the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like you're in love with yourself. I love that. But think about this. What if you, what if you walked around the world right now 
And someone said, man, why are you in such a good mood? And you said, man, I'm just in love with myself. Now, how does that translate? Uh, <laughs> how do you think that translates? We, to people? We have a lot of that going on. <laughs> in, the, in the age of reality TV, everybody thinks that they're interesting and everybody loves themselves. I yeah. think that's a waste. It, um, I think having a, a realistic understanding of who you are. Um, I, my value isn't above other people. Mm-hmm. Um, my value, I, I see value in other people. Mm-hmm. My ability to see value in me gives me the ability to see value in you, JJ. And when, when we're going to take a short break, when we come back, we're going to talk about why this is important to you, the listener, and, and really unpack this because if you can achieve perfect self-acceptance, you literally can do anything in this world. Most importantly, you can do everything that you were intended to do. In the studio with me this morning is Stephen Jenkins, a good friend. Don't go away. You're listening to The Great People Show. The Great People Show will be right back. Call into the show at 804-454-1366. Now back to The Great People Show live. Call into the studio at 804-454-1366. That's 804-454-1366. Self-acceptance, why is this topic so important? Because if you can't feel comfortable in your own skin, and I guarantee you, no matter where you're listening to the show, no matter when you're listening to the show right now, you've whether it's first thing in the morning or late at night, wherever, you have already had an experience, probably multiple experiences, where you did not feel comfortable with who you are that day. You were beating yourself up. That's what I see most, Stephen. It's like most people beat themselves up thoroughly throughout the day. Well, I think that we're bombarded with uh, signals and messaging that says you're not enough. I think at, mm. at the, at the mm-hmm. core, we, we measure ourselves. We're yep. constantly being measured against Facebook profiles and Instagrams and, and, and media that says, I'm not thin enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm right. not rich enough. And if you are gauging your self-acceptance based upon what you see, mm-hmm. you'll never Absolutely. Get it. It, is, it is the measuring stick. Last year, last year, time flies, last week, yeah. <laughs> we, talked about, we talked about materialism, yeah. and it's that ultimate comparison that we have to other people, and we feel like we need to compete. And so... I've heard this over and over. I don't really compete with other people. I just compete with myself. I want to be a better version. And of now me. I'm hearing more, and I'm really contemplating this. People are saying, I don't even compete. I, I shouldn't even be competing with myself. I'm very much okay with who I am. And there's some danger. So, so I, want to, I, want to, I want to unpack this part. There's a fine line between saying, I'm okay with who I am. <laughs> And I'm perfectly fine who I am. And then all that murky crud in the middle that says, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I got to get better. I got to do more. I got to do more. I got to do more. Like, where's that healthy line at? Where do we say, I'm okay, but I'm not okay enough. And I need to work on these things without taking it too far. Where do we draw the line? Well, I think the, the ability to take a look and I think no, I think we don't stop and yeah. do a side. I think we're so busy, we don't get an opportunity to sort of look and reflect and look at our lives. Yeah. And if we're honest with ourselves, that's a big one. If we're honest with ourselves. So, and, and what just popped into my head is, as you said that, it's not about the work that we do, whether we fail or succeed. It's how we react to it that goes overboard. Well, it's your perception right? of it. Here's an example. Here's, we've all been in a situation, some of us more recently than not, where we 
have a, a tough conversation with someone or we say something stupid. Mm-hmm. And then later on we say, you know, I really shouldn't have said that. The, the person that is not accepting of themselves are going to beat themselves up for the rest of the day, the rest of the week, the rest of the month. The person that is fully self-acceptance says, I need to do better next time. And then boom, they're done with it. And you move on. Perception it's is reaction. It. It's right? how I see myself. Right? Yes. And what we find out is most people see themselves through the lenses that someone else has given Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Your parents you're have dead given on them to you. This. Society has given them to Let's you. Let's talk about the parents because you brought it up. Yeah. I saw this all over the place when I was researching this topic. Your level of self-acceptance today starts in your childhood. Oh, yeah. If your parents were... Um, Let's let's go over here. If your parents were abusive, condescending, negative, you will be challenged by self-acceptance possibly your entire life to the point where you will die never really accepting who you are because your parents, you thought in your mind, your parents never accepted you. Well, now, I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ahead. all jacked up now. Sorry, this happens on the show, Stephen. I want you to talk, but I'm getting a little jacked up, right. so you may have to interrupt right. me. Now we're talking about blaming our parents for our problems today. You can't do that. You cannot blame them. You cannot, you cannot take on that responsibility of what your parents did to you when you are who you are today. You have an opportunity to change that today. But you have to be honest with yourself on where this stuff came from. Well, you have to be honest with yourself and you also have to be honest. Uh, one of the greatest days of my life was when I realized that my parents were human. Yeah. Children don't come with a manual. And... The nature Mm -hmm. of relationship is that we're going to rub each other the wrong way. What I hope is that we don't intentionally try to harm our kids, Mm -hmm. but we put expectations. Um, Children get cues, they think, and they try to please. They try to please. They want to be liked. They learn to navigate. They become chameleons. They don't become their own person. They become who they think you are. Someone said, I'm not who I think I am. I'm not who you think I am. I'm who I think you think I am. I got a funny one for you. Someone texted me this yesterday. I too wish you were who you think you were. <laughs> so, 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 I love that. who am I? Who am I? Um, and, yeah. and, 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 and it's not a blame of parents, and you, you alluded to something. It's an awareness that um, our parents, whether good or bad, impose mm-hmm. yeah. things on us that we ultimately own. You know, it's amazing because it's the, the negative voices that we hear in our heads, are things that have been spoken over us. What happens at Absolutely. some point is they take on our own voice. Mm-hmm. You will talk to yourself. Oh, early. Oh, very early. early. A teenager. Absolutely. You, you will talk to yourself in ways that you would not talk to an enemy. Mm-hmm. That negative voice that I cannot. It, the seed was implanted. It's been watered. It's growing. It needs to come up at the root. And here's the dangerous part, Stephen. We're not, we're not really talking about talking to ourselves. It is so unconscious. It is unbelievable because this stuff goes way back with some of y'all, way back, (laughs) deep, deep way back. And for some of us, we have to unravel that more, more than others. If, if you on the, on the flip side of this, if you grew up in a very supportive functioning, high, high functioning, high impact kind of family where, um, things were very good. I don't mean like financially good. I mean, I've, I've met people that grew up in poverty but the parents were rock solid yeah. human beings and they have such a high level of self-acceptance because they don't have this tidal wave to have to run against. 
you know, it, the, the, the wave was to their back and it pushed them forward every day. Well, I think you support your kids. Mm-hmm. You, I think kids come wired. I think part of the expectation is perfection. There's no such thing as perfection. There are no perfect that's good children. Point. You're not so, enough. That's what you said earlier. You're not enough, right? You Perfe- we will never be enough. I've, the greatest lessons I've learned, I've learned through failure. Mm-hmm. And then and, and you get back up. What's that saying? You say, okay, well, I, I was looking for a place to put this in the show because you said this. No, no, no. You, they're your words, man. Your scars tell a story. Yeah, they do tell a story. These if are you, your words. If you don't have scars, you have not lived. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, whether it's Steve Jobs or anyone who's made any significance, they failed beforehand. We look at failure in the wrong way. We take it too personally. It means, I tell you to fail. Uh, the person who doesn't try. And self-awareness allows no, me... No is always the answer if you never ask. Oh, please. Get get back up. Get mm-hmm. back up. So I, this morning, when a dead body... A dead body is a flat line. A flat line on yep. a, on is a dead line. Yep. Life is up and down like this. Right. So if your life is up and down and up and down, <laughs> you're it alive. means you're alive. You're alive. If there isn't any change, you will have highs. You will have lows. Mm-hmm. But that means you, you, you your heart's beating. Life That's is right. a gift. So what are just just to make this even more applicable to our audience right now, the the common examples of areas where you lack self acceptance the most because we're we're talking big right now. I want to bring this into what everyone at, it's listening to right now. Somebody's dealing with this in a very specific issue. Probably the number one are relationship failures, yes. and I don't mean like well, I do mean as as much of a failure as divorce is, um, going back to the previous example, we can, I, I know, I know people that are still living in the failure of their divorce decades after it happened. The person that is self acceptance of that divorce says, yes, I participated in the failure. I definitely could have done better. What can I gain from this so that my next marriage yeah. or next relationship yeah. is better? And, and move on from that. Because if you if you can't move on from it, yeah. it's not because you're... Now, people will mask that as blaming the other person and, no. and for hurting you and for hurting the kids and all these things. At the end of the day, you're just not able to accept yourself for your part in this world. And and it doesn't have to be divorce. It could be in a, in a healthy marriage or a stable marriage. I don't know if I'd call it a healthy marriage if you're dealing with this, but certainly a stable marriage where you make mistakes along the way and you can't let go of those mistakes. You cannot accept you for who you are and certainly cannot accept the other person for who they are. I was reading a book, I think it's called Mindset, where the reason that most marriages fall apart is because people have a fixed mindset. Hmm. That if, if, my, if my wife wasn't going to be a very certain kind of person and couldn't conform to that mold, my fixed mindset would enable her to keep failing in my eyes over and 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 over. Flexible mindset says she's human. That's more my problem than her problem anyway. And then we all keep moving along. That is self-acceptance. That's acceptance of the other person too. That's having that flexible mindset. I, the non-self-accepting person is so fixed. If, if you lack self-acceptance, you are so fixed on exactly what this world needs to be and who you need to be in this world you're a control freak and you're a perfectionist. And that, that is a formula for self-destruction. Well, if I'm you, done preaching for a minute. No, 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 no. Because we're if, about ready to go to another if, break. If you don't accept yourself, you can't accept others. True. You project on people. So um, as hard as I am on myself is as hard as I'll be on you. Mm-hmm. I, I have a saying that says, if you spot it, you got it. Ooh. 
Tell me more about that. What do you I, mean you spot I, it, you got it? I tend to see those traits in people that I'm unaware to see in myself. So when I get a when you do something that gets a rise out of me, it's because I identify with it. How dare you show me me? I think expectations set us up for disappointment. I wrote this down in the notes, and this feeds exactly what you're saying. What we judge in others is what we hate about ourselves. And it's an opportunity to grow when you see it. The people who rub you the hardest are your teachers. See, the, people aren't going to change. This, <laughs> this could be miraculous for some of you listening right now. The things that drive you the most crazy about other people are probably the things that you hate most about you. And it's an opportunity for growth. It's a signal. It's the I want y'all to, I want y'all it, to sleep on that one. They say when the, when the pupil's ready, the teacher appears. Yes. The people who rub us the wrongest way are an opportunity for us to grow. Yes. I'd love to hear people debate us on this one. Because I, I know, I know for a fact. Stephen, someone right now is saying, no, 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 no. No, no that I've person seen, is a narcissist. I have I'm seen not a this work over and over again. Mm. And when I'm willing to look at that person and look at myself and saying, see, because you do nothing, what is it about that that's yep. triggering in me? And, and another big area where people lack self-acceptance, and we're going to have to talk about this when we come back, is not reaching our goals. Yes. Like when we, yes. when we say we want to be something, we want to do something, we want to accomplish something, and we can't get there, what do we tend to do almost the whole time along the way? We beat ourselves up. You beat yourselves up. And that is the one thing that's going to keep you from achieving that goal we is, self, is self-defeat. So we want you to be able to accept yourself. And in order for us to accept ourselves, we need to take a break. Yes, we so do. So don't go away. You're listening to The Great People Show. The Great People Show will be right back. Call into the show at 804-454-1366. <laughs> Now back to The Great People Show live. Call into the studio at 804-454-1366. That's 804-454-1366. Stephen, I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to put you on the spot. You go right ahead, JJ. What, what is the greatest area that you need to work on for your own self-acceptance? Fearlessness. The willing to dive in. What scares you? Failure. I'm human. I'm like everybody okay. else. No one wants to fail, and no one certainly doesn't want to so fail what publicly. You, what are you doing? What are you doing now? Anywhere in your life where you think that um, you're you're going to fail at it, where you could just not make what you want to make, or whatever it is that you're shooting for. So the the way to overcome failure for me is what is failure? Mm -hmm. I tell you what failure is to me today: not being willing to try. Yep. You know what? Failure to me is is death. Without accomplishing the mission. You know what? I, I, I would say I want my life to have meaning. Mm -hmm. And I realize at this point that in order for my life to have meaning, I needed to give it away. My yeah. life isn't about me. No, meaning is not in, me, meaning is not about the self. Is someone wrapped up in themselves. Yeah, that's, you were already born. That's, like, a, that's a small package. When you were born, you were completed. <laughs> yes. So that, that mission's over. The, the development of self kind of is, is, is done in a way. I it's just like, to leverage that. I feel like I have a message to share. Okay. I feel like I've been given a message from my past experiences, mm -hmm. and I'd like to give that out. I'd like to share that with people so, so you that get, people— Do you get fearful of not being able to do that the right way or do that enough? Well, yeah, I get fearful. What happens is when you are authentic and transparent, mm -hmm. you feel exposed. Oh, yeah. Exposure. But well, well, you're only talking in front of thousands of people on the radio while you're doing well, it. Well, I don't see him in the room right now, JJ, so that is good. But I realize that the most— 
The people we connect with yeah. in life are the people who are willing to stand up and tell us about their failures. Mm. See, because that resonates. I'm no superhero. And most people want to stand up and they want to talk about their successes. I want to talk about our failures. Yeah. Because that resonates. You rise like the phoenix from the ashes. I've always believed that, I love this, your scars tell a story. The problem is most of us keep that story to ourselves. And I have met some people that have been through extraordinarily horrible things in their life. And um, yesterday I was talking to this is not related because I don't know if she's been through horribly bad things in her life, but I was having a conversation yesterday late afternoon about someone that's going through a lot of change in her life and, and she's not sure what's going to happen next. Just like we did with Tracy in the studio this morning. I I said, what are you passionate about? She goes, I don't know. And I've offered my, my time to help her figure that out because I think that's one of the gifts that I've been given is to help people see that everything that you have been through, especially the bad things, is what you're supposed to do to help other that. people that may or may not be going through the exact same things. You know, if you were abused as a child, there's a good chance that you're going to end up in some kind of profession or role or path that's going to help other people recover from that or help prevent that from happening in other people's lives. So I've and, discovered... And if, I, if I could ask... Yeah, or, go ahead. Add one quick thing. If you aren't on that path, you may be on the wrong path. Like certainly. Please, please I, go. I've learned that the universe hides your gift in your brokenness. Mm. You want to know where your gift to the world is? Look at where your pain was. Mm-hmm. The seeds of that. Now, the problem is we want to cover that up. Mm-hmm. It's an expo- exposing that that we can. You know what the definition of courage is? What's that? To allow yourself to be seen. And isn't that what self-acceptance is? That is. It's you aren't hiding anything. To allow yourself to be seen for who you really are. Self-acceptance is not hiding anything about your character. And when you expose yourself, I'll tell you something. My fear is to be exposed, to be seen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What I find every time I expose myself and seen, people don't run. They come forward. Mm -hmm. And if you get judged for that, going back to what we said earlier— People are judging, if people, if someone's judging you, it's because they hate that about themselves. It may not be that exact same thing, but they are using that as a way to convince themselves that they're okay because they're able to judge someone else. On I it. have shared pieces of my life in rooms mm-hmm. and people, two things happen. One person says, how dare you make me feel? Right. Because when we expose, we feel yep. and you connect. The other person's come up and said, me too. And on that first one, hurt hurt people hurt people. Hurt people hurt people. And until you understand it, you continue the cycle. You mm-hmm. will continue. That's why some people have been married to the same woman in four different skirts. Or some woman has been married to the same man because we yep. repeat this stuff. And it's not, it's not the other person. I lived in 20 states. And every time I got there, it was the same thing. I realized it was me. Yeah. Change starts yeah. with me. You are the common denominator <laughs> in all your in bad all relationships. all of your bad relationships, yeah. and you can reset. Change your mindset, change your life. Yep. But in order for that to happen, you have to stop the narrative. You have to stop the tape. Let's keep talking about this because what we want to establish for you, the listener today, is how do we get on that path of what I call unconditional self-acceptance? That no matter where you're at, no matter who you're with, no matter what you're going, with, going through, you can be you. And you don't feel like you have to hide things from people. Well, You get out of your own head. You have a unique gift to give to the world. Yeah. And when you're hiding yourself, you, 
you're 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 not you have a ability and a gift to unlock people. Are you going to resonate with everybody? No, yeah. JJ. But there's someone out and there, and that's okay. Who I'm cares? here this morning, yeah, because I know that there's one listener out there that's going to connect. That's right. Every morning I get up and I say, "Allow me to have one meaningful conversation that helps somebody unlock." That's something. all you need. I don't even need to know. I know the power of words, and I know the power of authenticity. Mm-hmm. So I can come here today, share from my heart, and know that the universe will use these words and experience. And if there's one person out there that says what you said, how often do we share? And someone comes up and says, what you said really unlocked something for me. And you say, what did I say? Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't, don't remember even, it. You don't even know. Uh, words are very powerful. And, we need to recognize that and a to big, lift up and to break down. And a big part of the self-acceptance is being okay to not even hear back from that person. To, to know that somehow or another, my words are, are having some sort of an influence. And I don't need all those folks to come back to tell me what a great thing I said to them. I don't, I don't need it. I don't want it. I'm not curious. And most importantly, it will not keep you from, from going out there and doing that. I need to kill the ego. Yeah. Yeah. I need to kill it. My ego needs to die. My ego is my enemy. My ego says uh, all sorts of things that are not real. It lies to me. Let's talk about the type of people that score high on self-acceptance. Positive self-attitude. Right. You don't hear that. You just don't hear them ever use the words. Well, I suck at that or that's terrible. I know some people do that to show humility. It's a false humility, but it's a, it is a false humility. You're actually saying that to try to convince yourself that you do suck. Pride and it's flip sides of the same coin. Yeah. (laughs) So it's, it's not just about a self attitude. It's also about the self talk that you hear in those other people pay close attention to what other people say then you need to start paying close attention to what you say yeah. about yourself to other people. You're not even, you just said a second ago, you don't even remember what you've said to someone else about, we don't remember what we've said about ourselves. Like we just don't even pay attention. Another thing is that you, you acknowledge and accept all aspects of yourself. Yeah. Like I know what I suck at yeah. and I have to be me, Stephen. I have to be me because I, I suck at trying to be anybody else. Right. I mean, I'm, I've proven over and over that I, if I tried to be like Stephen Jenkins, I would fail miserably. Well, someone said, be yourself because everybody else is taking. Right. And if I can, <laughs> if I can just work on being me more, I got a better chance yeah. of success. Well, than because to be nobody you. can be you. Uh, I'd like to use the snowflake metaphor, but no, I, 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 I can't even <laughs> can't use, use that it. anymore. We can't even use that no, anymore. No, no. I've taken that. But you are unique. And because you're unique, you have unique gifts to give to the world. Yep. But you can only access those by being your true self. And on top of the, the person with high level of self-acceptance is not self-critical, you're also not confused about your identity. Well, like, you know who you are. I think if you're not you know growing, you're the only thing in this room that's not growing are the things that are dead. It's an inanimate mm-hmm. object. Right. And we understand the law of anthropy. Everything's mm-hmm. dying. You're swimming against the current. Only dead fish go downstream. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so the struggles that we face in life, uh, you're alive. Mm-hmm. We have to. We, it builds muscle. And one more before we get to our next break. The self-accepting person does not wish that you're any different than who you are today. I'm learning like, that. People wish. Oh, yeah. so... I, can we get into this in 30 seconds? Yeah. yeah when, when you're never complete. I'm still working. I, I'm experiencing an amazing time in my life yeah. uh, of self-discovery. Do, do you wish you were different? Uh, no. I want to be a better version of who I was last year. Okay. And if I'm not moving in the right direction, then something's going on. Yeah. I think a big part of it is we can wish that we were different, oh. but we can't not do anything about it. 
That's the that's the turn key the to wish, failure. Turn the wish into a work. Yeah, quit wishing and work, working. Work. And on that note, we're taking a break. Don't go away. You're listening to the Great People Your Show. The Great People Show will be right back. Call into the show at 804-454-1366. Now back to The Great People Show live. Call into the studio at 804-454-1366. That's 804-454-1366. Stephen, if they let us, do you think we could? You and I could talk for another three or four hours on this. Oh, topic? JJ, I'd love to I talk know, to you. Try it. to get me out of the studio. Um, <laughs> another issue that that keeps you from being self self accepting in need to work on this today is what I call Q tip. Tell get, me more. Get out your Q tip. <laughs> Quit taking it personally. Mm, Q tip. Yeah, yeah. So we take things personal. We take the. We we're just mentioning a few minutes ago the failed relationship. Too personal. You have to take that personally, but you can't take it too personal. But it's the little things that we start to take personal. They totally get in the, in, in the way of just realizing uh, I'm okay. You don't have to say I'm okay because I'm failing. It's I'm okay because this is my path. What's amazing about that, JJ, is that we live in a where my mother used to tell me when I was little, Stephen, people aren't thinking about you Mm-mm. because they're thinking about themselves. Every time. <laughs> Every time. We walk into a room and we think that everyone's looking at us. Yeah. Um, and you, you'll stumble through life if you take everything personal. That's right. Um, what I, I think a great question to ask yourself is what is it about this person that's getting a rise out of me? Mm-hmm. It, because it's not them. It's you. Oh, it's, it's my response. you're getting wound up, it's your reaction. Self-awareness. Yeah. Uh, I, I did a life coach last year. And uh, we discovered some great things. And I'll cool. just share that. I grew up in New York City. Mm-hmm. And as a five, four, six-year-old boy, I was riding subways and I was dealing with all of this data. There was just so much coming at me. Yeah. Um, I live in Richmond now. But I was still operating as someone. It's like a war zone. It's like PSTD. Yeah. It's like someone who's post-traumatic syndrome. Yeah. And I, those skills, those abilities were no longer necessary for me. And I had to lay them down. But were they unnecessary? Well, you know what? They needed to be modified. I don't live in a yeah, war zone. That's a better way to put it. I, I don't have 5 million people. But what I was responding to is I was showing up and people were responding to this. And I was totally unaware. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like someone come home from a battle zone and they're looking over their shoulders and stuff like that. And they're yeah. always on guard. And they hit a garbage truck and they're yeah. jumping. And it's like, hey, 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 you're not there anymore. So I needed to take a self-evaluation and see how I was showing up. And then, only then, was I able to show up in a different way. Right. Right. It's, so it's, it's self-acceptance. It's about showing up with who you are, knowing that you need to adjust on the fly. So it gets back to that fixed and variable mindset. I, you change your mentality and what you appear, you can change the world. The mm-hmm. world, Your world is through the perception of your head. That's right. You're either a friend or a foe, and I make you that. And a big uh, element of being able to accept yourself is the lack of control that we have in this world, the more of a control freak that you are, the greater the chance is that you're never going to be able to accept yourself because you cannot accept your circumstances. You cannot accept the people around you because you're trying to control it based on your world view. And so self-acceptance is out the window. Like if you can't accept anything around you because you're a control freak, you're never, ever, ever going to be able to accept you for who you are. I would say... If there was an exercise that I was going to give all our listeners, it would be this. Sometime today, go sit outside 
or inside alone mm-hmm. in silence for 15 minutes. A lot of people can't I, do that. I dare you can't. You can't do it. A lot of people say they can't do it. Let's no, put that. No, I, no, I, that and, was being judgmental. And, I shouldn't and, have said and, that. And not sleeping. I mean, just let the noise stop. Yeah. You have to stop all of it in order to figure out who yourself is. Mm-hmm. You practice that, and I tell you, you'll get in touch. And see, I was afraid. I was very much afraid to get quiet, to get silent. And mm-hmm. what I heard was I heard this voice that said, you're worthy. Yeah. You're lovely. You're not as good as you think you are, <laughs> but you're not as bad as you think you are. Right. See, we're afraid well, of balance. the silence. That's balance. We're afraid of the silence, but the silence will unlock you. We're afraid, of, we're afraid that we're wasting time. No. But that's, yeah. part, that's, part, that's part of the journey. The best thing I do every day, I get up in the morning, I leave that phone alone, mm-hmm. and I listen to my thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's called self-care. Yeah. No one else is going to take care of you. That's right. So, so on this path to unconditional self-acceptance, the first step is creating that necessary balance that you need between I'm, I'm okay, I'm comfortable in my own skin, I also want to change something about me. Why? Why do you want to change that something? If that why is based in self-loathing, it's because you, quote, hate that about yourself or you can't stand that about yourself, that is not self-acceptance because the why has to be based in the fact that I, I have a, a mission. I have a purpose. I'm called to go do this. And I realize that if I don't, if I don't do something about this, I'm not going to reach that. That's the why. So for me personally, Stephen, I feel like I stayed distracted. Like I cannot begin to tell you how frustrated I get at the end of the day because when I reflect back on the day, I see all the things that I should have been able to do, but I didn't because I wasn't regimented enough to control, back to the control thing, the distractions that come in and day in and day out. Now, I can beat myself up over that. I can let that frustration get to me emotionally I, I, because my why is I'm now on a mission. Mm-hmm. And I understand, or I, maybe I falsely believe that my mission is too big for me right now. There's not enough of me to go around. And that's, that's false statements that I put in my head because what it does, it's kind of like the ointment at the end of the day that I get to rub on it and say, well, that's why you didn't, that's why you didn't get all that stuff done, JJ. It'll be okay. But if I'm not what we said earlier, if I'm, if I need to stop wishing and start working, and you have to work really hard to maneuver around these things that you are uncomfortable with about yourself. The self-awareness of self also comes with the self-awareness of your surroundings. Mm. And I think that we're so busy, we miss it. Yes. We miss the miracles. I see a miracle every day, but I miss it because I'm rushing from point A to point B. That, that balance has to happen in the more, self, self-talk. More, more happens... It's, it's, it's about the, the, the journey. It's not the destination. It's mm-hmm. not where you end up. It, we miss it. I had a, I say I want a, one meaningful conversation. I had a wonderful conversation with your producer. Mm-hmm. I mean, if nothing else happens today, I connect it with another human being. That's See, right. Put that phone down and have a comment and hear somebody. Mm-hmm. Share something and hear something back. That's what being human is all about. That's right. And... We need to start moving. So on this path, the unconditional self-acceptance is accepting rather than expecting. And what I mean is accepting 
all of those wonderful, good qualities that you have. I did a social experiment on social media this week that some people may have picked up on, many probably didn't. On Monday night, we asked the question, what's that one personal quality that you'd like to change about yourself? Last night, I said, what's that one quality about yourself that you're most proud of? (laughs) Just to see, just to see. And uh, I tried to get her on the show this morning, but she had a conflict. We had had one person, I believe, there might have been someone else, but there was one person that answered both on social media with the exact same answer. Ooh, and and she one. self-identified uh, in a way, now you kind of see the war within me. Love that. Right? Love that. But that, to me, that self-awareness feeds self-acceptance, mm. feeds self-confidence, feeds winning your calling. Because that's really what it is. It, it's a, folks, being a human being is a war. It is a war with your soul against all the forces that are coming to attack you. And there are forces. There are forces, and they think they're stronger than you, and more often than not, you think they're stronger than you too. Yeah. Yeah. But you will win. This is about winning the war in your soul for your calling. And if you cannot fully, unconditionally, accept you for who you are, you're giving them more reason to win. You have every reason to win. By the way, when you were born, you got this little stamp on you that said, you got this. Well, JJ, I tell you, and I've said it before, I I have a life, I have a history of success. Mm -hmm. I won the very first race I was ever in. (laughs) I love this. I made it to the egg. That's right. And I have been succeeding ever since. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's funny because we look at our failures. We don't look at our, you're here today. Put your hand on your heart. You're alive. Yeah. Possibility. One of the saddest places in the world is the cemetery. Yeah. Because dreams die. That's right. That's Possibility what, mm-hmm. die. I want to go to the grave empty. We said this a couple <laughs> weeks ago that um, success ends at death. Significance is an eternal accomplishment. And the way to live forever have mm-hmm. eternal con- is to spend yourself on others. That's right. And so another piece of the unconditional self-acceptance is to be kind to yourself. Stop beating yourself up. You are just wasting precious time. Stop the negative self-talk. Don't ever beat yourself up. There's a big difference between beating yourself up and having an honest conversation with yourself, which I will do out loud every once in a while, just to (laughs) to make sure I'm listening to me of what do I need to do different tomorrow? Just, just to get a little bit further than I did today. Well, JJ, you you hit on something because I've gotten to where I've gotten by changing one thing every day. Okay. I I try to work on myself one day. Now there are the moments, you know, someone said, always be going in the same direction. Right. Just never go back. Never go back. You may need a rest. You may be someone today who life is bearing down on and you just need to stay where you're at for a day. But you know what? Catch your breath. Do some self-care. But tomorrow say, I'm going to move one step Mm -hmm. forward. I, I love the quote from Steve Jobs. He said, ride the horse in the direction it's going. Yes. The trick is to make sure you've picked the right horse. Yeah. And the day is going to carry us forward. No matter which, no matter which horse we go, the day is going to carry us forward. For some people, it, it, the, you don't make it through the end of the day. So well, be thankful for that. Yes. 
But the, the key here is you get to decide what you're going to think that day, how you're going to feel that day, what you're going to do that day. The, the problem that most people run into is you actually just keep doing what you're comfortable doing. And that's not where growth happens. My problem lives between my temples. With no one else. <laughs> and be the, kind, the so that's enemy, being kind to the, yourself. The problem is that the enemy has my face. The mm-hmm. enemy has my voice. And on this note, the, the last item on my list on what we can do for unconditional self-acceptance is to surrender. Yes. Surrender your soul. Right. Just surrender your soul because right, right now you're probably trying to control every single thing in your life. You're trying to control what people think about you, how people see you, how people react to you, what people do. You try to control the outcomes of things. And that, folks, is exhausting. Well, as a man of faith. Surrender. As a man of faith. Well, see, we say uh, God helps those that help themselves. That's mm-hmm. a lie. God helps those who can't help themselves. Mm. So it's recognizing that in and of myself, I'm helpless. Yeah. I, you know, I'm a man of faith, so I believe in a power greater than myself. I did not rise here. What you see here, you look at the painting and you don't marvel at the painting. You want to know who the artist is. Yeah. And what was, what was in their soul when they were painting So that. when you see me, don't look at me. I'm just a reflection of who made me, mm. and I believe God made me. And if anyone deserves the credit, it, it's the, the artist. That's where I get my value from. Everything on this planet comes with a manual. Yeah. And if you want to understand how to operate at your optimum, I, I was made for success. Well, we're, we're going to have to leave it there, Stephen, because, uh, brother, we're out of time, yeah, man. JJ, I so just want to take a moment here. to thank you for the platform that you've given me this morning. I You're want welcome. to thank you for your show. Uh, really is great people. Um, and, and I just wish you great success. Thank you. You're helping people unlock things. Thank you. It's, it, and, it's, and it's great to have people such as you that were chosen a long time ago to be on this show. And for, for you surrendering and being flexible to where am I supposed to go? What am I supposed to do? And you were so eager and you you added so much value to our listeners today. Like you added so much. There are people that will redirect their lives. That's why we do the show. That's why we like to have people like you, great people in the Great People Studio. Uh, every single week you can... Catch us here live on Facebook. We're on Apple. We're on Google. We're, we're everywhere. Go to greatpeopleshow.com and just listen to every episode and just ask yourself, what's one thing I can do different as a result of spending this 42 minutes with these guys? Thank you all. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for your service. See ya. See ya. Thanks for joining us. Tune in to The Great People Show again next week, Thursdays, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m.